This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Oh, that's strange. There's a baby lion, oh, a lion cub, I suppose you'd call it, in my studio. I was not expecting a lion cub. I was expecting my friend. <gasps> oh, Felicia? Oh, my gosh. Guys, if you've listened to The Tap on My Shoulder, a story from a while back, you know that I startle very easily. And guess what? I was just very startled by this lion cub who is not actually a lion cub at all. (sighs) Things are not always as they seem, my friends. The lion cub, it was actually Felicia the fox. You probably remember Felicia from my very first story, Little Fox, and I haven't seen her in a long time. I invited her here to catch up with her. Felicia, I wanted to catch up with you, not be startled by you. Where did you even get that costume? So convincing. I really thought you were a lion. Seriously. Oh, it was her Halloween costume. Okay, that makes sense. You tricked me, Felicia. But I am glad you're here for this fun, imaginative story I have to share. Felicia, are you ready to listen? She's giving me a thumbs up. Are you all ready? Let me see your thumbs up too. All right. Let's listen to our story, A Door in the Floor. Remember, there are no pictures. You'll have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine them however you want. Okay, here we go. Boot stomps and shouts, the whir of a drill, hammers on nails, these sounds served to fill. May's kitchen one Saturday, in the prime part of the day. The height of the morning that's so perfect for play. But May's parents shooed her away. While their dusty old kitchen was being redone, May was told to go down the hall and have some fun. May's parents invited her friends to play. So they'd all have fun and keep away in her room, down the hall, to work on the mural on May's bedroom wall. Dev and Kai were the first friends to come by. Kai brought only the signature glint in his eye. But Dev came toting an assortment of things in a canvas bag drawn closed by strings. He had matchbox cars, sunglasses, two pairs, three slinkies in case he happened upon stairs, four books, five sticks of string cheese, and what else? Oh, and a pouch of freeze-dried peas. As May laid out paints so they could work on her wall, they heard a saw start up down the hall. Why do you need a new kitchen? Dev asked. Your old ones seem fine to me. Dunno, May said, standing up. Okay, ready. Oh, wait. 
water, she said, cocking her head. She left the room and her friends heard her shout. Guys, come look at this. Come out. Come out. Dev and Kai ran out with a bound and looked at the something that May had found. The thing was on the hard wood floor, perfectly square to the wall. A few paces towards the kitchen in the middle of the hall. That's weird. Dev and Kai had arrived just moments before. They'd never seen this. Not in this hall. Not on that floor. May stepped closer to the thing on tiptoe. But Dev grabbed her elbow, saying, Don't go! But look, May said, glancing at the ground, peering at the mysterious thing she'd found. It's a door, May said, not quite sure. A door in the floor. It's never been here before. Where does it go? What is it for? Kai stepped forward, his chest puffed out. Over the sounds of hammers, he nearly had to shout. Let's just crack it open. Let's just take a peek. But who knows what's behind it? Dev said with a squeak. Dev reached into his bag and pulled out some cheese. Meanwhile, May dropped to her knees. May moved toward the mystery door in a crawl, but stopped short when Anna stepped into the hall. Anna had on shin guards and a smudge of dirt on her knee. Sorry I'm late, she said. May said, come see. What's that? Anna asked as she stepped towards the door. It's a door, Dev whispered. A door in the floor. Anna raised an eyebrow. It's never been there before? Never, May said. And what's more, we have no idea what it's for. Let's just open it. Then we'll know for sure, Kai said, his impatience made clear. No, Dev said. We've got to really think here. That, that door could lead to a scary dark place. Dev said as fear spread over his face. It could lead to a, a long set of stairs, and, and at, at the bottom, guarded by bears, could be thousands of... Thousands of what? Kai asked with a sigh. Thousands of... of... of plants, came Dev's reply. Plants? Anna asked with surprise. Plants are not scary, she said, sounding wise. Dev just nibbled his cheese and tried to steady his shaking knees. Maybe it's nothing bad at all, Anna said, calmly leaning against the wall. It could lead to an art room or an underground pool. May jumped up excitedly. <gasps> that would be cool. Or, May went on, Maybe it leads to an underground lake. What are we all staring at? The friends turned to see Blake. Blake pushed his glasses farther up on his nose. Cool, he said. A door. Do we know where it goes? No. No. No, no they all said. A door, 
Hmm. In the floor? Let's find out what it's for. Kai shrugged. That's what I'd like to know. But everyone's so worried about where it might go. All right, May said, crouching to the floor. I'm ready. Let's open this door. They all huddled round her as she crept closer still. The only sounds were those of a hammer and a drill. May reached out her hand for the handle of the door, and just as she nearly grabbed that door in the floor, they all looked up to see Boots making their way down the hall, attached to a worker who looked big, strong, and tall. He wore an old pair of jeans and a smile that looked kind, and said, Hey, guys. Huh, guess this was left behind. The worker reached down, and without a moment's delay, he picked up the door and took it away. He sauntered down the hall and then slipped out of sight. The door under his arm held tight. Blake, Dev, Anna, and May all stood staring down the hall until Kai said, Guys, Look, there wasn't anything under it at all. They turned and looked down at the floor. It was solid, no breaks in the wood. The door in the floor had gone nowhere, to be sure. Dev heaved a sigh of relief, and May pressed her hand on the floor, retracing what had been there just moments before. Then she stood up and started walking to see what that door in the floor could possibly be. Her friends followed her and they peeked round the doorway, into the kitchen, from which they were supposed to stay away. There was so much commotion, but they could all clearly see the worker who took the door, raising it up to one, two, no, three other doors that were exactly the same. The door in the floor was a cabinet door. Nothing less and nothing more. May smiled and led her friends back down the hall to paint the mural on her bedroom wall. Once inside, they all laughed at the silly idea of a door in the floor that could possibly lead to something more. But it would have been kind of cool, Dev said, grinning, to have an underground pool. Anyone want some cheese? Felicia, what did you think of the... (gasps) Oh, oh my goodness. Where's Felicia? Who are you? Guys, now there's no lion cub and there's no Felicia. There's an alligator. There is an alligator in my studio. This is not good. (gasps) Felicia, that was you again? You should seriously be a professional costume wearer. I, I I don't know if that's a thing, but you're really good at it. Wait, so where did you get this costume from? Oh, 
Apparently, that was Felicia's sister's Halloween costume. Sorry, Felicia, what did you just say? Oh, really? Apparently, Felicia's sister really likes hearing it when I'm startled. She thinks it's funny. Well, Felicia, you can tell your sister that I was not startled at all. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway, did you like the story? Oh, good. She liked it, guys. I hope all of you liked the story, too. Special thanks today go out to a pair of little caterpillars named Addie and Oscar. You are not going to believe this. Addie and Oscar were on my windowsill. It was the other day while I was working on this story. It had just rained and there they were. And they were kind of looking at me like, hello. And I was looking back like, what? Why are you staring at me? So finally, they crawled up the window and together they made themselves. Just imagine this in your mind. They shaped themselves into an arrow. And I looked at the arrow and where it was pointing, and it was a rainbow. A beautiful, bright rainbow. They wanted me to see it. That's true friendship. Because rainbows are easy to miss. So thank you, Addie and Oscar. That was really sweet. Little Stories for Tiny People is written, performed, and produced by me, Rhea Pector. If you like what you're hearing in the podcast, please share it with a friend. That's been a great way for more people to find out about the show. And make sure you're subscribed. Over the next couple months with the holidays coming, my production schedule might be a little bit different. If you're subscribed, you'll never miss a new episode. And I love hearing from you. My email address is ria at littlestoriestinypeople.com. As always, thank you guys so much for listening in.